Hey guys, welcome to What's Your Story podcast, where I welcome on some of my favorite guests to speak about their testimonies, because in Revelations chapter 12, verse 11, it speaks about how we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the words of our testimonies. So I pray that as you listen to these conversations, that you truly just feel like you're sitting here with us and just taking in the glory of God and His goodness and believing that you too can overcome. And I hope these stories help you. Okay, everybody, today we have Kenzie on. She's one of my best friends, and um, her story just speaks so much to me about Jesus, and I've grown so much um, knowing her and just by being her best friend now. I've just absolutely grown closer to Jesus, so I really, really wanted her to be on so you all could just hear her story and just to grow closer um, to Jesus through her. And um, So, Kenzie, usually I have everybody who comes on, if it's the Lord's will, to pray over the episode, and that can help someone, um, even if it's just one person that listens to this. So, if you want to go ahead and pray um, for the Lord's will and Love start to. it off. God, I just thank you for God this podcast. I'm so honored to be here, God, but I'm just so honored to be your daughter, and I thank you for Tiffany, God, and just the friendship that we have, and God, I just pray that you bless this podcast and you bless this episode. And uh, whatever I say, God, I just pray that your words, God, just flow out of my mouth. And same for Tiffany, God, that we just want your will to be done in both of our lives, God. And I just thank you that you love us enough to give us a story um, to brag about, to brag about you. And uh, I just thank you. And I just thank you for all that you do for us. And we love you. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. That's a good prayer. Um. So... One thing that I've learned from you um, is really boldness. And one of my favorite, I know I've told you this a thousand times, but I want everybody else to know is, and it sounds so creepy, but um, when I started going to your old church, and like mm-hmm. I was telling you earlier, I didn't really know a lot of people there yet, yeah. but I saw you kind of there, and I really saw who you really were through social media, mm-hmm. and you did not care. You would always, like, post these things about Jesus, and I was yeah. like, wow. And that's when, like, honestly, you don't, I don't even think you know this about me, but at that, like, that year was when I was really beginning to be, like, on fire for God. Mm -hmm. And I had this, like, his, like, spirit all in me, and I needed to release it. And there wasn't anybody, like, my age that was around that was necessarily like that. And I was like, gosh, like, um, so God really led me to Erica. And Erica and John, like, they were doing Mm -hmm. that for me. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like, I need, like, more people like this. And I saw you, and you were, like, very bold. And, like, through social media, you would always post um, just anything that you wanted to about God scripture about how much you love God how we all need to praise and to worship God and it's like God knew that our paths needed to cross at that moment even though like we weren't really friends then yet right just who you are in Jesus Mm -hmm. and I was like gosh like I needed that like I saw how bold you were because I was over here and I didn't really know anyone around my age that was living for Christ Mm -hmm. in a way like that and I felt like, am I the only one that feels like this, that has this much passion for Jesus? Mm-hmm. Not saying that I was a better Christian right. than anyone, yeah, but it just felt like I need to release this. Mm-hmm. I need to go serve Jesus in any way that I can. And then, like, so when I saw you, it was like God was like, put you in my path like far away for a little bit but put you in my path and say like no look like there's a sister who loves me so much and would be so bold for me and Mm -hmm. like want to serve me and like use you to help me like you you were like also how Sharon and I always talk about iron sharp and iron you were that for me and we weren't even like friends yet and that's so cool because I look at that and I remember telling Erica I was like, um, cause me and Erica used to have Bible studies all the time too. Yeah. And I love that. And she really introduced that to me and I praise awesome. the Lord for that. And I thank her for that. And, um, I was telling, um, I think I've told you this before, but I remember telling Erica, I was like, man, I was like Mackenzie. I was like, I literally said this. I was like, I, I could be best friends with her. Yeah. <laughs> I know that sounds so Won't creepy, <laughs> but I was like. She is so on fire for God. Like, Mm -hmm. I want to be, like, her best friend. Like, I want to serve Jesus with her. And I just thought, like, the world of you. Like, not even, like, I know that sounds creepy, but not even like that. It's just how much you love Jesus Mm -hmm. that that stood out to me. I was like, I need, like, friends like that in my circle. So it's so cool to see, like, years, like, later. Because it's probably, 
I don't know when. Like we got really close probably last year. Yeah. So it's probably like four Amazing. or five years later, mm-hmm. and then here we are. Like he knew, like, hey, like I'm the gonna time. show you, Kenzie. Yeah. Do your thing. Build up who you are in me. Yeah. And then, like, later on, you'll be friends, best mm-hmm. friends with her. Then you'll serve and do ministry work together. So, so I think good. that's awesome. So and good. It's because of your boldness and that you love Jesus so much and you live that out and you always gave him the glory. So that's definitely something I've learned from you and it's helped me so much. Like, you have no idea how much that's helped me to be bold and just like, hey, I don't care what people think. I'm going to go and pray for this person. I'm going to say I love Jesus. And literally, I have um, a Jesus shirt on right now. Shout out to uh, Trust Christ, bro. Let's put that little plug in for him. If you all, seriously, I don't even know this kid. Kinsey does, but yeah. he's, is he from Princeton he too? Is. Mm-hmm. I'm so proud of him. I was yes. telling Cheryl, like, I don't yes. even know him, but he is truly mm-hmm. just after God's heart mm-hmm. and is like selling this clothing and he doesn't even care. I'm sure he doesn't care about like the money or anything. It's really like the desire of his heart to put yeah. Jesus out the there. Mission, yeah. yeah. So anyways, That's um, awesome. I, would, I don't think I would have ever wore a shirt like this, but I needed people around to be, like, bold in Jesus. Yeah. And that, like, created that meme, like, hey, I don't care. I'm going to wear this shirt mm-hmm. that says Jesus is my reason. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyways, that's what you've done for me is being bold. And that's helped me step into so many things that God has called me to do. So I just awesome. wanted to share that with you and awesome. pour that into you. Awesome. How did you get to be so bold? Oh, man. What a loaded question. Um, Through... I feel like it didn't really come naturally, you know, for me. Like, I feel like it's easy to see someone else like, wow, like, I bet she's always been that way. No, that definitely was not. Because <laughs> um, I wasn't necessarily, like, raised in church. So mm-hmm. I wasn't really built on a, you know, firm foundation of, like, what the Word was. And, you know, to have that boldness and confidence. Because I wasn't really, I guess, educated, you know, really. Mm-hmm. I guess that's the best word to say. But I didn't really know any better, you know. But I think going through experiences um growing up um because my parents are divorced and I feel like going through like a hard time I think where I felt at all time low um I was put in a good situation to go to church and I you know heard about who this Jesus is and he can take away your pain and he can take away things that you know you're going through and you can lean on him and Mm -hmm. and I'm like oh I want to know who this guy is you know I need that right now like I need to figure out how can he take that away and I think just which I feel you know God has called everyone in their mother's womb you know it says in the word you know that there's a purpose like he formed you in your mother's womb and I knew like he really put that hunger and desire like for me to like love him um even if it was through my parents' divorce, like, you know, there's a time and a purpose for that. And I think he allowed, you know, I don't think he, he doesn't, you know, give you bad things. I think he allows in order to make it turn into good. And he can get glory out of everything. Yes. And I've seen, yes. I've seen you do that with everything in your yes. life. You give God glory for everything. I try. <laughs> um, but I think just from that, like, going through things growing up and not really having a background in it I think it made me more hungry to like Mm. figure it out on my own and I think Mm -hmm. you know God would meet me you know when I'm hungry and when I'm thirsty like to learn and Mm -hmm. he'll meet you and like when you're desperate to figure it out you know and that's just what man what love that is to when you're you know hungry and thirsty and don't even know like he'll meet you and give you wisdom and he'll meet you and give you that desire Mm -hmm. of your heart um so I think just through you know growing up through experiences good and bad I think just boldness has come with really experiences um I think you know I used to play basketball and I think you know practice makes perfect and I feel like that's something that I really take to heart in all things in my life like practice makes perfect so the more like things I go through that God just continues to show me like he's faithful the more that I'm like all right God like you're gonna meet me and Mm -hmm. I'm gonna be bold and I'm gonna have have confidence like what your word says because you've done this for me I know you're gonna do it again yeah so I think definitely you know not right off in my walk and really you know that faded it's hard it's so easy and hard to be bold and strong all the time but um through God you know he's able what are some ways that you feel like that you realized that you were first stepping into um, that created the boldness? And at first it was probably very awkward and uncomfortable. Yeah, but... no doubt. Um, which I mentioned I played basketball. Like, um, I started dribbling like my dad, you know, it really like out of the womb, really. Like basketball was in our, in our family. Um, like I was dribbling like by age two, you know, and I think that's just something that really God gave me that gift. But then it turned into 
um, he gave me that as a gift, as a ministry, I think. So then I was very confident in that and that ability that he gave me. Um, so after playing and I think I, I would be like, I would be bold in that, like playing in that sport. Cause I felt like that was such a platform for me to be able to show his glory. Cause I realized like, I don't, okay. Like, yeah, I worked hard, but like, like, God, you're so good, like, you know, thinking and, like, thirsting and hungering after him and me learning more about him, I realized, like, that basketball wasn't even me. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I practice, I go shoot every day, but, God, like, you gave me that. Like, th- you know, thank you. And once I really realized that, that he's the one that gave it to me and he's the one that gives me things, mm-hmm. then it made me realize, like, I have that boldness and confidence you know, that you gave me that. So I think I need to use that for you, you know, to kind of give back to him of yeah. what he's given me. And I think through basketball, like, I would get be confident in that through him. And I think using basketball in games, I would be able to have opportunities to whether it be like a Christian athlete, you know, and be able to speak to people and have kind of platforms of like, yeah, you know, I got to go play at Marshall. And that was a huge, like, thing that m- not many – people from Princeton you know go to the next level and play collegiate sports and I think God just like put me in those situations and be able to be bold and be mm-hmm. confident knowing that I couldn't do it on my own but yeah. he would still put me in situations to like prove like yeah you are like through me that you are mm-hmm. you know so um, I think basketball like was something that he kind of channeled in me to like to use for his glory but then I realized you know basketball wasn't even not even my identity you know it was just a vessel and just opportunity and then through that I think he really showed me who I am in him and basketball was just a opportunity a vessel to to use that Mm -hmm. to that's so cool that you say that because when I was thinking about um this episode with you I was really praying like Lord like what do you want me to like bring out in this and Mm -hmm. like how do you want it to be? Like, what is it that you want me to ask Kenzie? Yeah. And the only thing that, like, was really placed on my heart was, like, specifically that and mm. how you mentioned that you grew up, like, loving basketball. And mm. that, like, that's where your boldness and your confidence was in. Yeah. And that's where you thought your identity was in. Yes. And, like, when you told me this before, I was like, oh, man, that is so good. Then you realize, like, yeah. hey, like, that's not where my identity right. is in at all. My right. identity is in Christ. Right. God gave me the opportunity to play that way. Mm-hmm. He's given me that gift, but mm-hmm. that's not my identity. Right. And that's so cool. And to know, like, the teams that you've played on yeah. and, like, when you had Christ in your life, well, you do have Christ in your life, yeah. but, like, when you serve on those teams, like, mm-hmm. I'm sure, like, they see you completely different than other teammates and, like, yeah. you are such a light yeah. on those teams. Yeah, and I think that was something that was hard as well is, you know, some people may not understand why you do what you do or why you live the way that you live. Um and that can be hard. You know, mm-hmm. I think we live in a world where we want to please and we want to fit in. And um, But, you know, God has called us to be holy. And, mm-hmm. you know, holy means set apart. Um, if you think of Jesus in the Bible, like how many, you know, stories in the Bible that, you know, he went out of his way. He was out of his comfort zone. He did things that, you know, normal people wouldn't do that yeah. you would say normal, you know, quotation, mm-hmm. normal, you know, normal for him, mm-hmm. you know. But... And it's hard for other people to really understand if they don't really see it the way that you see it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was kind of hard for me of like, okay, like I live this way and, or I would make them feel bad, you know, like whether it be drinking or going out or doing different, or cussing even. Mm-hmm. I know many times they would cuss in front of me and be like, I'm so sorry, Kenzie. And it's like, yeah, actually, it's, you know, it's not okay, but I mean, it's okay, you know, and I think that's something that I would struggle with because it's like, I don't want to make them feel bad, but at the same time, I think I was placed there for the Holy Spirit to yeah. kind of convict, you know, and yeah. I think once people realize that, like, it's not our job to convict, you know, mm-hmm. what I was telling you earlier, like, we supposed we, we need to love people to Jesus. Yeah. Not just lead them, but love them to, you yeah. know, to him. And I think just your presence of being there, and you don't even have to make them feel bad. You don't. And, like, even, like, going back to that, because that happens to me all the time, mm-hmm. and never once, like, yeah. do I say, like, Please don't cuss in front of me. Right. Don't do these things in front of me. Right. But it's the light of Jesus that shines through you, and they're yeah. like, Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. And it's like, 
And it's, that's what's so cool to me is like, I've never yeah. once told these people, right. like, hey, please don't do this. Yep. Like, a few times I've said, like, when they say, you know, his name in vain, mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't like that. Please, you know, if right. you could respect me on that. Right. And everything else, yeah. it's just like, that's so cool. Like, they see Jesus in you, mm-hmm. and it's like, you never said anything. And right. it's like, they feel that presence, and that's right. awesome. And I think that's so important, like, to know. Like, it's that's, like, that's okay, you know. Mm-hmm. I think not to, like, to have that boldness and confidence that, like, mm-hmm. you know, they may make you feel bad, like, well, I don't need to cuss or do this in front of Kenzie. But at the same time, it's like, well, that's a good thing. That means they're thinking about it, you know? Yeah. Like, you're bringing out the best in them, you know? Yeah. And that's what we need to do is bring out the best in each other, you know? That's and so I think true. that's so, like, you know, even if... So anybody out there, you know, that may feel like... That, that, you know, that make you feel bad of, like, mm-hmm. who you are and what you represent. And if it is living for Jesus, you know, to mm-hmm. not to not coward and to not, you know, bow low, you know. Because why should it be bad to live for love? Yeah. Because Scripture says that God is love. Yes. And that's what everybody is searching for. So yes. why should we feel ashamed and hide that love when we can just easily give that to people? So true, you know. And, and just your boldness and you standing up and being true to who you are, you mm-hmm. know, I think our world, like, needs proof that you're real you know like they need proof that jesus is real you know and and you just being consistent and true to yourself you Mm -hmm. know i mean that just speaks volumes in itself to people that like okay i may have said that very hurtful thing to her like making her feel bad of me cussing in front of her but she's still the same she still loves me you know she still loves god she still does the same thing that she did yesterday you Mm -hmm. know consistency and yeah that's really good that's good yeah it just, yeah. It's amazing to me just to be a vessel for Jesus and um, that he gives that opportunity for us. And it's such a privilege to yeah. be to yeah. be this container for him to, to and go with And it's you, too, man. Like, this is just a thought. But, you know, like, you being in a situation is different than me being in a situation. You know, like those quirks and those things that, mm-hmm. you know, people may make fun of or things that you constantly, like, dwell on. You know, like, God can, like, put you in someone's path mm-hmm. to like break someone free by that quirk yeah you know what I mean like I know sometimes like I've either like when I laugh or when I giggle you know and then I'll make like some like hum noise like after I laugh or give it you know what I'm saying <laughs> yeah. like something I'm like oh my gosh I hope no one else heard that just now you know what I mean but then it's like I dwell on that thing I'm like that's so embarrassing that I did that but at the same time like someone else may you may notice that in someone else and be like I like that about you you know what yeah. I mean and they're like oh my gosh like little does she know that like I hate that about myself you know what I mean and it's like just you being mm-hmm. in their path like you being true to yourself like okay I know I have that like I know I laugh and I do this in a weird way but yeah. like you embracing that and being true to yourself of like okay that's how God made me he made that quirk you know like that's so true because so many times like we we live in a world where it's just like we have to fit this form of yeah. what society makes us feel like we have to be. Mm-hmm. And God's like, I created you to be different. And so when we, like, finally are like, you know what? I don't care. Like, I'm going to laugh extremely loud. I'm going to, like, dance and sing all the time. That's yeah. literally what I do, y'all. But I'm going to be that person. <laughs> right. And I've noticed, like, my whole life because of that. Like, mm-hmm. people who've been around me. And I didn't understand it when I was little. Yeah. But, like, when they were around me, they were extremely, like, goofy and just carefree. Mm-hmm. And I would watch them be around someone else. And it's like suddenly they had to, wow. they were so tense. And I'm just like, I, I don't understand that. Yeah. Like, why, why are you like that over here? Mm-hmm. But over here, like, you're really yourself. And it's yeah. because, like, you know, God has, like, taught me to always be myself. And that's something that's my good. grandma, like, really instilled into me is, like, always be goofy, always smile, and always laugh. And so, like, I've really, like, held on to that my whole life. Yeah. And you see that, like, when you're true, like, what you're saying, if you're truly being yourself, mm. like, you're setting people free. Like, yeah. hey, if she's going to be herself, like, why can't I be myself? Like, right. let me be who Jesus created me to be, you know, mm-hmm. just to be free in that. That's good. I love it. I mean, you know, like... I'm praying about this. You know, I'm like, God, I want to say the right thing. You know, and I think that's huge, too. Like, I feel like all of us feel that need to, like, God, I just want to say the right thing. You know, but really it's just being vulnerable and just being open and just, like, having your heart open and receptive Mm -hmm. to, like, it's okay. You don't have to have the right specific A to B to C thing. You know, you just have to be willing and... Yeah, and he'll fill your mouth. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Uh, Maybe it's just me. Um, but anybody out there listening, I know sometimes I have many thoughts. Like, I have a battlefield of my mind constantly. And 
Um, sometimes it's hard to figure out, like, is that me just, like, having these thoughts? Or is that the enemy? Or is it God? I think it's a daily, like, struggle I know for myself. Um, and I've come a long way just because it's so important, like, to know, like, what God's Word says. Um, to know what's true. But I think that's, you know, like what me and Tiffany's like talked about of me having that boldness and confidence. Like that's just come, you know, through experience to experience to know, like to gain that confidence and boldness of like knowing what he says versus what the enemy says and knowing mm-hmm. like certain thoughts that may not line up with what his word says. Um, but I've wrote down like just a really a few <laughs> thoughts in my mind and I'm just being very vulnerable and honest with you guys um so I hope this relates to someone um it's your story like you can only show Jesus the way he's shown you mm, you know yeah so which obviously you can't see this piece of paper but I have wrote down on one side in my journal um what the enemy says and what God says um so I have for what the enemy says to me you can't figure it out And then God answers me with, I will direct your steps. This is good. Um, The enemy says, I'm tired. God says, I will give you rest. The enemy says, it's impossible. But God says, all things are possible through me. The enemy says, nobody loves you. But God says, I love you. The enemy says, you should never be forgiven. God says, I forgive you. Mm. The enemy says, you aren't worthy. But God says, you are worth it. And it will be worth it. So if you're going through a storm, like, you know, you are worth, you are, you are worth it. But through the storm, like, it will be worth it. So... I kind of, I don't know, I feel like I need to clarify that. Because I think the enemy puts in your mind, like, two different scenarios of worthy. Like, you not feeling worthy, whether that be for someone in a relationship, or whether that be for you to be a teacher, or to be a nurse, or you aren't worthy um, to even be loved, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I think... But God says you are worth it. So you are worth, you know, sending my son Jesus to die for your sins. You are worth that. And it will be worth it. So if you're going through something like this pain is temporary to get to his plan and get to his purpose, it will be worth it. Um, The enemy says I'm not smart enough. But God says I will give you wisdom. Mm. The enemy says, I'm not able, but God says, I am able. The enemy says, I can't go on, but God says, my grace is sufficient. The enemy says, I can't do this, but God says, you can do all things. The enemy says, I can't manage, but God says, I will supply all your needs. The enemy says, I'm afraid. God says, you have faith over fear. The enemy says, I feel all alone. And God says, I will never leave you. So when I'm saying all this, like, I know that I said, like, the enemy says, but, like, the enemy, like, makes you say it in your mind. You know, like, he makes you feel like, mm-hmm. man, I do feel all alone. Or I am afraid. Or... I don't think I can do this or I'm not worthy, you know, but I think God, but God replaces that and flips the situation and by his word, like his word is proof that you, that, that he is always there. Mm -hmm. He'll never leave you. Um, I feel like I needed to share that because I know that's something that like I struggle with and I think I can get on this rabbit trail of just letting the enemy just control my mind of things of me not, you know, feeling worthy or like there's no way I can do this, you know, but thank God for the Holy Spirit and God's grace of like kind of changing the channel right yeah and like no like this is what my word says and you know this is truth and the enemy's a liar you know he is a liar yeah and um he wants to steal kill and destroy you you Mm -hmm. know he's not 
a gentleman. He he doesn't mind going in, you know, he doesn't mind going into your mind, but he doesn't mind going into your life and disrupting, you know, something that God has going that's good for you. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Yeah. I think we need to be reminded of that and to know, um, I think I'll share this. So one day I was driving down the road and I think I told you this when I was calling when we were on the phone the other night, but, um, it goes perfect with what you're saying, like to know, like to know what God says about you Mm -hmm. and to know that the enemy is going to like try to, to take you away, not to take you away, but to distract you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, um, one time, like one of my best friends, um, her mom, told Sharon and I after a fundraiser we were doing for Treasured, um, she said that we we always go expecting. And I never, like, put it into, like, a phrase like that or thought about it in that way. And I was like, wow, like, that's so good. Like, God has really put it on our hearts to, yeah. there's no limits, and then go and expect that God's going to show up. Yeah. So I was driving down the road one day, and ever since, like, she said that to me a few months ago, like, I've had that word on my heart. And I'm like, yeah, like, go expecting. Like, no matter what it is, if you're going into a grocery store and I say that all the time because God is always blowing my mind in grocery stores like making me pray with people and like saying like 5,000 compliments but like go expecting if you're going to gas station go expecting if you're going to school go expecting if you're going to your job that you absolutely probably hate Mm -hmm. go expecting that he will show up there you have to have the right mindset and anything with your whole life everything that you can do like go expecting that he will be there us being in this closet right now recording this podcast like we're expecting Expecting that this is going to help someone yes. and also like release something that maybe we're holding on to mm-hmm. and to really grow closer to Jesus. So he's taught me that to like always go expecting. And um, so I was thinking about that going down the road. And I was like, man, God, like that's good. Like always go expecting, like you're yeah. going to show up. And then yeah. he's like, yeah, Tiffany, that's really good. And always hold on to that. Know that I'm always going to be there and go expecting. I'm going to yeah. be there. He said, but make sure you know and be expecting that the devil's also going to move and know his tactics, know how he's going to come in and try to attack you. That way you're always standing firm and ready to fight and he can't harm you. You know, and that scripture says that, um, weapons shall be formed against you, but they can't harm or they won't prosper. Right. They shall not prosper. Right. And I hold on to that. And when God told me that, like, yeah, go expecting for me to move. Mm-hmm. I will always move for you, mm-hmm. but be expecting knowing that he's going to try to stop it. Yeah. So that goes perfect with what you said. Like you, we have to know, yes. like what's so important to know what God is saying about us because that is the truth. Right. That is what we walk in daily, right. but we need to know what the enemy. I got goosebumps all over saying that. So whenever like the enemy comes at us and says right. this stuff, mm-hmm. he's trying to get us to walk on that path right. that path was not meant for us he right. made that we need to walk on the path that was designed and destined for us to walk on like you said like we are formed in our mother's womb yes. like i'm feeling jesus all right now like mm-hmm. we are formed in our mother's womb mm-hmm. and like he had that path before we were ever yeah. placed here yeah. so that is the path of truth and like you said the enemy is a liar yep. he has the path of lies yes. so we know like we are brought up as a child mm-hmm. to know to not speak lies to not even believe in lies and right. to only speak truth so why is it that we take our life mm-hmm. and choose to believe in these lies that we like oh I'm alone I'm not loved I'm not worthy yeah. we know those aren't true and right. if you do believe in those know right now as you're listening to Kenzie and I that Jesus loves yes. you we love you that yes. God has called you out of that life yes. that the enemy is trying to make you walk on this path for yes. it's not meant for you you yes. are meant to walk on this path of truth mm-hmm. and the truth like Kenzie says is that you can do all things through Christ yes. you are loved you are never alone that faith overcomes fear yes. all of these things that Jesus is constantly pouring into you is in his word and yes. God is love that is scripture God is love and that's what he's trying to give you is love so when you have this pain this fear this doubt this anxiety yes. those are things that are come straight from the root of lies and that is the enemy Mm -hmm. god never wants you to feel those things god wants you to feel peace god wants you to experience heaven so why can't we experience that today if we walk on that path with truth and read in his word with exactly what you just said what he says on us we can have that we can have this release of whatever is holding onto our hearts that dark room that's still in our heart we need to turn the light on in that and allow jesus to walk into that room too so we can have this peace and this freedom and to truly just like run as these children that God yeah. has created us to be yeah. so we can just love the world and to instead of don't judge anyone because mm. we were once on that path of lies yeah, too so we good. woke up yes. and realized hey we're on the path of truth right, right. now and let's lead people over Help to this path to yeah. that's what we're called make to do crowded. yes you know, make heaven crowded yeah. that quote is so good mm. and just something that Jesus has been teaching me the past couple of months is just that 
really about him. I know that we're supposed to mirror Jesus, Mm -hmm. but it's like, what was he doing? Literally, what was he doing on his walks? Mm -hmm. He wasn't just going to like his main, not his, I don't even want to say that, not even his main focus, but the big project that we would see or the big goal that we would see. Right. He was walking to that, but what was he doing on his way there? Mm. He would stop. He would help whoever was there. Mm. And what you said earlier about when you were taking your test, like, that's what I envision. Like, Kenzie was um, on her way to take, what's your test called again? NCLEX. Her NCLEX for nursing. Mm -hmm. And um, she went to go check everything out and... um, well, go ahead and tell the story. So um, you tell it better. You were there. No, you're good. <laughs> I mean, I was going to let you. I mean, you know. I love it. Um, no, but, so it's in Charleston, and which is like 30, you know, 40 minutes from Huntington. Um, but me and my mom went up early, and because I, I just wanted peace of mind of like, you know, going there, knowing where to go, and because I wasn't taking it until 2 o'clock, but I got there around like 10.30-ish, so we could go up and like eat before and be relaxed, whatever. Um but we went into the building, and it's this huge BB&T building. I mean, stories on stories, you know. And I know, like, through the email, like, it, I knew it was, like, on the fourth floor, like, room 430. Like, you mm-hmm. know, so I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go up. Like, Mom, we're going to go up and find it so we know. So I go in the building, and, of course, you know, I'm anxious walking in the door. You know, I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is – I'm going to be taking this test at 2 o'clock. You know, and, like, fear and just anxiety and all the things, you know, the enemy wants you to feel, mm-hmm. you know – come creeping in your mind um so then I, I walk in and I get you know press the button on the elevator and I see this girl and I just feel the anxiety all over her as well like you know you can just I don't know if you've ever seen a person you know like frantic and oh my gosh like you know something ain't right so I obviously I'm drawn to her and I'm like are you okay you know is there something I can do like you know and yeah. She's like, I can't find the room. Like, you know, I'm taking the NCLEX. Like, do you know anything about it? You know, and I'm like, I'm thinking in my head, like, God, like, you know, I'm supposed to be right here at this very moment. You know, and I was like, yeah, I was like, I'm I'm actually going up right now, you know, and I'm going to go find the room. And it was at 1030. She was taking her test at 11. Mm -hmm. Within, you know, 30 minutes, she was taking the test. And love her heart, she was frantic scared yeah. to death of finding the room and we go up there and the whole elevator ride up you know I'm like I know I'm supposed to be speaking encouragement to her like you're gonna do great and I'm taking mine at two and we're you know I don't even know you but we're speaking in faith that yeah. you know like it's gonna be okay and you know you're gonna make it up to that test room just in time and you know you're gonna do great yeah you know she just you could just tell like that you know anxiety frantic you know just look all over her face just disappeared you mm-hmm. know and it was like thank you you know like I needed that type you know like relief and you know I go back down to the elevator and I walk out of that room you know out of the building and I'm like man like God you're so good you know like even though the enemy tried to make me feel some type of way walking into that building of like you're about to fail this test and anxiety and fear and all these things like I was supposed to help that girl get up to her test you know like all that went away of my own you know personal anxiety like to help her and that's so cool that you said that about the road like to get there you Mm -hmm. know like I know the enemy was tormenting him on his walks you know what I'm saying like is it in Hebrews it's like he suffered all the things that we went through like he experienced all the things that we've experienced Mm -hmm. you know he had the same temptations the same battles really you know as us humans did yeah and I just think of that like that's so good you know like he probably the enemy was constantly probably like you're really gonna stop on the side of the road and like on your journey, you're going to be late to go to your main mission. Like, like you're going you know, to die for these people. They yeah, don't love you. You know, yeah. and I think of that, too. Like, you know, what if I would have just been so focused on getting on that elevator? Like, oh, man, I'm so anxious. i got to find this room myself. And maybe I would have even been looking down. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Sorry. Like, what if I would have been looking down so, like, focused on myself and so focused on like on the wrong path like so focused on like my fear and anxiety like if I would have been so focused and looking just down I wouldn't even seen her right man that's good so it's like if you're looking up towards the father yeah (laughs) go ahead you know if you're looking up towards the father and you're not down you know like you're looking up you're looking straight ahead you're Mm -hmm. looking up at what his promises are you know you can see things around you you know that his promises are true that it's gonna work out and I don't um, I don't know if you like, you know, going back to me reading those things, like, I don't know if you kind of noticed, but I kind of said enemy says first. Yeah. You know, like, and I thought of that too, like, the enemy may hit you first, you know, 
he may hit you with thoughts of feeling unworthy or you're not able or this is impossible but I don't think you I hope you realize like I ended with with God says Mm -hmm. you know so in the end so if you're going through something right now and the enemy may be fighting you first like I hope you can hold on to this promise right now um, of us speaking that like God's gonna end it for you in a good way Mm -hmm. like you know the enemy may fight hit his first punch to you um but God's going to answer it, you know, like like Jesus said on the cross, like it is finished. Mm-hmm. Now go out and, you know, like it ended good, you know. So if you're going through a battle right now, the enemy may be fighting you so hard. And I pray that you know, like, and you can hear the sound of my voice right now, that mm-hmm. you know that God's going to finish it for your good. That he's going to turn in something that the enemy wants to harm you for into a good thing. That he ends it. So he may speak, the enemy may speak to you first, like God's going to finish it and speak to you last and hold on to that. And it could, whatever the enemy is fighting you for, it could be something so deep. Yeah. Like even maybe depression. Yeah. You know, like you don't want to leave your bed. You don't want to speak to anyone. You don't, um, whatever it is, like, and you think there's no way I can get out of this. You know, there's, What's amazing about Jesus when he was on the cross and he said it was finished, he meant it was finished. Yeah. And, like, what you're going through right now, like, that's just the enemy really just trying to tear you down so you don't reach your full potential in Jesus. And so when he does that, it's just, I just really want to stress the fact, and I have to tell this to myself, like, I don't want anyone to think that I'm this perfect Christian that is, that is constantly, like, has this smile on my face, and I don't face battles, you know, I have this smile on my face because I have joy, which is given to me as a gift from Jesus Christ, but we all go through battles because the devil wants to stop something good, he doesn't, he wouldn't want to stop something bad because Mm -hmm. it's not giving life to anyone, right? right? So he wants to stop anything that's mm-hmm. good. So if you're just in this position of um, depression or going through a divorce or um, you you really do feel like you're alone and that you have no friends, you have no one that really cares about you. Maybe they say, hi, how are you? But And you feel like they don't mean those mm-hmm. words. It's like the enemy is warning you to feel that way. Yeah. When Jesus said it is finished, in that moment when he gave up, that breath mm-hmm. he gave up that breath so we can have his breath and to live so when he means it is finished he has already overcome every single thing mm-hmm. and like the enemy wants you to feel like he still has a chance yeah he has absolutely no chance That's whatsoever right. Right. jesus has already gave he gave up his life mm-hmm. so we can live and to serve yeah. and to feel free and we're going to face those battles but it's so sweet to know that we have this promise yes. That nothing can harm us. And even if you have, like, physical harm or harm that comes down on earth, like, like God, like, in the in the Bible it says it, it rains on the just just as well as the unjust. Right. So it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Just because you're facing so many things, that does not mean you're a bad person. Yeah. That's just what's happening right now. But know that God has already overcome. Mm-hmm. And, like, you... You too, like when you accept Jesus Christ in your heart. And maybe you are a Christian and you're facing depression, you know. Like, I'm going to be honest. I faced depression this past year for like three months. And it was a hard struggle. But I knew that Jesus was always there. And every morning I would wake up. and be like, okay, I know that I want to overcome. Like, Jesus will be here. And I would just push through and push through. And the enemy made me feel like, no, don't even go to class. You know, don't, like, really speak to anybody. But I'm like, no, like, I'm not going to believe in these lies. I know that God wants me to go to class right now and to surround myself with my best friends, with my church family, and just to be poured into. And that's something that, you know, I didn't really tell anyone because that was my battle. And I'm a very stubborn person, if you know me. Like, I keep everything to myself. But... If this, like, speaking that will help someone, my Lord, I will tell you all of my struggles I've ever been in and how God has always allowed me to overcome because he said, it is finished. The enemy had no power. Like, that joy was always with me. I still had good moments in those days, Mm -hmm. even though, and it took a long time for me to come out of that. But it was just like, man, I held on to that promise like Mackenzie is talking about, like, God wants good things for me and he wants me to overcome like he wants me to feel loved and Mm -hmm. I'm gonna overcome in that and like really you all just zone in and focus on what she said and to know like what the enemy is saying and trying to attack you and what the what God is saying like it is finished you are loved and gosh you all are literally more than conquerors through Jesus Christ Mm -hmm. like that is scripture and God pours that into you and just 
I really want to encourage you to to pray and ask God to show you how he loves you because I had to do that and he just began to like blow my mind with how much he loved me and that helped me so much and I want to encourage you to um, read in your Bible and to see what God says about you and his promises and start praying those over your life and start really believing those and yeah because there's power in your words and you know you feel that struggle Mm -hmm. you know I know we all can relate to depression you know that's seemed like a you know unfortunately a common thing you know that the enemy likes to use as a tactic as a scheme you Mm -hmm. know to derail us from like God's promise but and just for us to even have an even an awareness of how much God loves us you know that hurts him Mm -hmm. um but I just think (laughs) I think depression is something that you know that 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 is a tactic Mm -hmm. But there's vulnerability in, like, your power of your words that you may be struggling or, like, you don't have it all together. You know, I'm like Tiffany. I'm stubborn, and I feel like I have to be strong for others, and maybe that'll just rub off on me, you know, even if I'm breaking inside. Yeah. Um, you know, I fake it. I don't know if y'all have heard this. Like, fake it till so you, you make, make it, it, you know, yeah. or faith it till you make it, you know. Like, really, you know, that's something that I've learned that. But your vulnerability and just your words and you just being honest of like, okay, I'm struggling with this, you know, like, like God knows your heart, like Mm -hmm. he knows you're struggling, but there's power in you like admitting and you like telling him like, God, like I'm struggling with this and like, I'm struggling to get up today or, you know, and like he wants to hear from you, Mm -hmm. you know, but, and also I think of this too, like that may be hard to tell others about, but there's power in that too. Yeah. You know, I think this podcast is so huge because people think that their words don't matter, Mm -hmm. you know, or God, that's embarrassing for me to say, or I don't, I don't want to tell anyone that because they're going to look different on me, but it's like, no, like that might break them free. Yeah. You know, like little little do you know, like what the battles like that, that person may be facing, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, and and you just saying that just by a feeling, you Mm -hmm. know, of like, Hmm, I don't know why I said that, but I did, you know? And, Cause, and that's just so huge. Like, you don't know what people go through when they go home, you know? Mm-hmm. And you may see them in public, and you may see, like, social media. Is so, such a, you know, a love-hate thing. Because you mm-hmm. see this picture of, like, man, they have it all together. But it's, like, really, like, you know, they need prayer, you yeah. know? If they've crossed your mind, or if even on their time, your timeline, you know? And you're like, hmm, like, they look like they have it all together. Or, hmm, I don't know. Like, you, you just see them or even have a thought about them, like... Mm-hmm. That's what true, like, really love is, is praying for someone that mm-hmm. you don't even know is praying for you. Like, they, that prayer may be covering them right now. Because yeah. they could be home right now depressed or mm-hmm. even thinking about harming themselves, you know? And, and you may have no idea, like, what no the enemy, idea. like, I, I listed some of these things that the enemy says to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, the list could go on. <laughs> but, you know, everyone's list is different, you know what I mean? And everyone's calling's different. So the enemy's going to attack people in different every ways. different ways. Mm-hmm. And it's like just the, the importance of just checking on people or just encouraging them or just praying over them, you know? And it's not even about us, you know? It's about them and Christ, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's, you may not even need to text them, you know? But I feel like there's a reason why maybe they cross, they cross your, your mind. mind. Yeah. I can tell you how many times, like, during that season, like, Cher knew because she's always literally yeah, with me, but yeah. like you didn't know, mm-hmm. and like you two like really poured into me, and like a lot of my other friends too. But I don't know, and it's so cool how like you know like you would always say, "Hey, like I really feel like I'm led to say this," yeah. and I'm like, "Girl, you don't even know why you're led to say that." Yeah. But that helped me so much in yeah. that day. Like I felt like I meant to send you this song. I feel like I meant to pray about this for you, and like, um. I don't know, it was just so important. Like, Cher would do, like, so many nice things. And, like, in the moment, I don't even know if she knew. Like, I think I eventually just told her. But, like, leaving nice little notes or, like, just checking on your friends Mm -hmm. is, like, key. Like, even if they're not your friend and you don't know them, but if God has placed you on their heart, like, hey, I wonder what so-and-so is up to. Or maybe I should just say, hey. And just or really ask like how are you and And mean getting past that awkwardness like the enemy wants to make you feel like oh she's gonna think you're weird yeah or oh he's gonna think like you're all up in his business or you know what I mean like just it's crazy but really like 
do it anyway. Yeah. You know, like I mean, I just think how many situations Jesus was in of like, you really want me to spit in that guy's eye? Like <laughs> you, re- you really want me to rub? Like you, you really want me to tell that guy to get up off that mat? Yeah, Seriously? Said, yeah. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like us thinking about these stories, you know, and then we're even scared to even text someone. Yeah. And be like, hey, I want to send you this verse. Yeah. You know, like it. It's but it's crazy. Just the blinders. Like the enemy wants to make you feel like all oh, they're gonna make you think because he doesn't want them to be released. So like that's so huge. Yeah. Like well, even when we said from the beginning, like being bold and confident and true, like that. You know, God has called you to be that way. I love what Cher says. Being weird for Jesus. Yeah. Really, like just being weird for Jesus. Like if it feels weird and you feel peace and like God's all over it, like I know that's that's what you need to do. Yeah. So if you feel that feeling right now that there's something burning in your heart and you think yeah. it's weird and crazy and some people may look at you funny, but you feel God's peace and it aligns with God's word. And I do feel it. like I really like when you said that like God put it on my heart to be like if someone is listening right now mm-hmm. and you don't have Jesus or maybe you like kind of walked away from Jesus just get down on your knees or maybe you physically can't get on your knees or you know you don't always have to get on your knees but ask God like right there like mm-hmm. hey Lord like this is what I'm struggling with mm-hmm. with and you know maybe you're not a Christian and ask God to be your savior you yeah. know ask him like, hey, Lord, can you, like, please forgive me of these things. Mm-hmm. And, like, even if you feel like maybe you haven't done anything wrong, like, we were born into sin. Um, so just ask God, like, hey, can you please forgive me? Like, I believe in you. I yeah. need you, Jesus. Like, please save me. Yeah. Like, I really feel like there's someone that is listening to this. Mm-hmm. Like, God, like, right when you said that, God was like, you need to say that. Mm-hmm. So whoever you are, like, know just to call him into your heart and to make mm-hmm. that his home and like you'll never regret it like you'll have this peace and like when I was talking about how I went like through that like struggle with depression I told Cher later I was like I don't know how anybody could get through that without Jesus because every day it was a struggle Mm. but I had hope in Jesus so if you're like facing something and you feel like you can't get out of it just break down and what Cher said last week was so amazing like to bring yourself to God and to allow yourself to be fully broken before him like do that like you do not so many times like the enemy will make you feel like you have to be perfect Mm -hmm. before you go to Jesus right and that's like if that's not it at all like Jesus loves to bring you together Mm -hmm. and loves to make you realize who you really are like you're saying and just like go to him fully broken and just say Lord help me Mm -hmm. and he'll fix everything and um, yeah, I just really want to stress that whoever you are, like know that it's so worth it. And no matter what you've done, like mm-hmm. Jesus loves you so mm-hmm. much and he would do anything for you so much so that he died on the cross for you. Right. And he went through all of those beatings for people spitting on him, mm-hmm. um, really just ripping up his flesh. Mm-hmm. And I believe you could probably see like his muscles, his bones, and yeah. he went through all of that. So probably he probably couldn't even really breathe. Mm-hmm. And he still carried that cross for you. Knowing that, that you mm. wouldn't choose him every day. Right. Knowing where you're at right now of backsliding or even not even believing at all. Like, he knew all that. Mm-hmm. And you're still worth it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you're still worth it. Mm. Yeah, you're worthy. Like, the enemy yes. wants you to feel like... No, like, you like you cannot be accepted. Mm-hmm. But Jesus says otherwise. There's no amount of mistakes and no amount, no distance that you can run away from God. Yeah. Like, there's no amount of, like, man, what promise is that, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying to use that, to use to that, wild. like, make it okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, but at the same time, it's like, wow, you know? Mm-hmm. Knowing that he will always be there. Yeah. You just leave that, whatever that yes. was, and, like. Yes. Lord, take that. Like, I want you, yes. you know. Yes. So wherever you are and whoever you are, if you personally want to message me or Kenzie, yes. like, we will hands down pray with you. This is the mm-hmm. whole purpose of this podcast mm-hmm. is to lead people to Jesus. It's yes. not just to have fun and, like, just to be to have a podcast. It's yeah. absolutely not that at all. It's to lead people to Jesus. So whoever you are, and that, and the enemy is going to fight you and make you feel like, oh, that's weird. I don't need to message her. I don't want her to think that about me, or I don't want her to know that I struggle about that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. Like, I pray all the time that I'm like Jesus, that mm-hmm. I'm on my way to heaven, which is my main goal, my main project. I pray that I stop and help people the way that Jesus did on his path. Yes. So don't allow the enemy to make you feel like you can't message Kenzie or I like, 
yes. just come and just say, hey, like, will you pray for me about this? Like, mm-hmm. hey, even if literally, even if you want to meet up and yeah. like to have us to pray with you, like, yes. Jesus did anything for anyone. Because you're worth it. Yeah. Your you're peace worth it. is worth it. Your eternity, your, you know, mm. you're worth it. So, yeah. Yeah. Take that in. And t- yeah, I know that. That's good. So we love you. And yes, we yeah, do. You're very important. And we're thankful that you are here right now. And this is a time, if you're listening to this, this is literally something that God has set up for you. You know, this isn't yes. random. Like, oh, I'll just choose to listen today. Like, mm-hmm. no, God, like, even made this part for yeah. you and I to cross paths. Like, even going back to how, like, um, when I saw Kenzie at first, like we weren't friends mm-hmm. at first, but I knew how much she loved Jesus and God allowed our paths to cross. Yeah. And same for you in this moment. Maybe I don't know you and that God is allowing us to cross paths. Like I literally, like if you want to be my best friend, like ask Kenzie, like I literally love to be friends with yes. everybody. So yes. just like message me and I'll come and sit and just talk and listen to, to what you're going through. Cause I know what that's like also when you're just going through stuff and whatever you need. Like, you know, I want to be that for you. I'm sure Kenzie wants to be that for you, too. and for sure. Yeah. And Jesus definitely wants to be that for you. And he can do it better than anyone. So just go to him and ask him to hold on to you. That's what I'm learning right now. Is like, because I, okay, so I just took my test, y'all, the NCLEX. And I don't know if there's any fellow nurses out there, but it's a stressful time. Um... But really any test, you know, if you ever went through school or, man, we can make this spiritual too. Just test in general, you know, like just a test, a storm in your life. Um, That's so good. Um, So Wednesday I took my test. I'm just trying to decide. So I'm still waiting on the results. Um, And I feel like that could be so spiritual as well of a test, you know. Sometimes you just can't wait till it's over. Mm. You go through like a battle or you go through something. and <laughs> But I've, I'm learning right now in my waiting of my results. Like I need to be worshiping in the waiting. <laughs> so I need to worship him despite my fear and anxiety of my results. Like I need to worship him that he is still good despite this test. That he's been good even before this test, you know. Mm. Like I need to worship with my life of just being thankful how faithful he is um so yeah worship in the waiting that's so good um so that's something I'm learning right now but I kind of like I guess the last thing I really just want to say for anyone listening that may be going through a storm or in a waiting season or maybe has a promise from God or is praying faithfully for God to answer this prayer and you haven't seen any sign yet or any promise yet or really feel like God are you even hearing me right now when I'm praying this to you because I don't feel you or hear you or even see this come to pass yet um but I see I open up my Bible and I see this card um that I have in here and it's from Psalm 145 um verse verses 13 through 14 and I love these cards because it makes it personable. So I may say my name. But I want, as I say my name, like, I want you to maybe, like, picture your name as I'm reading this. Um, but it says, the Lord is faithful to all his promises and loving towards you, Mackenzie. The Lord upholds you, Mackenzie, and will lift you up as you bow down. So I just want to end with. I love that last part. Obviously the first of the Lord is faithful to all of his promises. But also, you know, he will lift you up as you bow down. So mm-hmm. I encourage you, you know, to keep praying, to keep being true to who God has called you to be, to keep praising, to keep worshiping in the waiting because um, he hears you. Like no work, no prayer, no tear, nothing's wasted mm-hmm. um, in his eyes because he loves you um, and he cares for you um, so I want to encourage you that the Lord is faithful to all his promises and to what his word says um, so if you haven't seen it yet don't count him out um, keep holding on to that promise and because he loves you and he'll lift you up so bow down to him and just worship and yeah just worship. Yeah. That's good. That's an awesome way to end it. And I think it just, um, 
really brings everything together with what we were talking about, you know, to be bold and confident. Mm. And to be bold and confident still in the waiting. Be confident yes. knowing that he will answer that, yes. um, that he hears you. And um, if you're in a hard spot right now, like to be faithful or know that God's going to be faithful in his mm-hmm. promises and to lean into his word and to really study his word and to know what his promises are and what his promises are for you, yeah. you know. He wants you to succeed. He wants you to feel loved. So those are his promises. Just some of his promises, you know. Right. One of um, my favorite scriptures, it says at the end that um, our days are um, like daily loaded with benefits. Mm. Like loaded with benefits. Mm. Like it's not, oh, you get one per day. Yeah, He's like, right? <laughs> yeah. There's a limit. No. Yeah, it's all the <laughs> time. Yeah. And just like. Even if you're not getting the benefit that you want right there, mm-hmm. like God knows he has a perfect timing and he knows um, what you need and when you need it. So he'll give you those benefits exactly when they're supposed to be. And that's awesome. And I love that you shared that. And uh, I really thank you for being on here and just being so vulnerable and um, truly showing who you are and who God has created you to be. And because that helped me like years ago. So I'm sure it's going to help someone just listening into to your word and um, just to hear the desire of your heart and how much you love Jesus and how awesome and how much fun and how much it just makes your life so much better when you love yes. Jesus and you can just rest in all of his promises. Yes. And that means a lot to me for you to come on and to share that and just to be fully open and to bring that to people and let them see, okay, like, hey, this is Kenzie and yes. I'm proud to be Kenzie. You know, this is right. who my father made me to be, mm-hmm. you know, that's awesome. So, I always ended on joy because we always hit some deep spots. And that's good, though. I really love it, and it helps so much. And honestly, it helps me feel like I release so much, too. And um, I just really want it to be a safe place for people to come and to listen and just truly feel like they're sitting with us and they can release anything as well. So, um, I'd like to end it with joy so they can have some laughter at the end. (laughs) So, what is um, the You always make me laugh. Like, I just love when you cackle. Like, your cackle, like, just brings me joy. Seriously. Like, I know that's probably not my answer. That's part of my answer. But, (laughs) so really, anytime I'm around Tiffany. (laughs) Um, Oh, man. It's bringing joy. I would, well, this is kind of a joke on me. But, it is funny because I'm laughing. I remember me, <laughs> Tiffany, and Cher were at Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> and we were across the street, like, it, in which, I don't know if you've been to that new Dunkin' Donuts, but it's close to Marshall's campus. It was still when school was, it was, I feel like classes were still kind of in, because there's people, yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> walking by, <laughs> skateboarding by, you know, and <laughs> I remember, I don't even know, I don't even know, like, the full I, conversation, I but I remember someone's cup. I don't know if y'all ever had a cup. That has like the the brand I can't say it seriously <laughs> Bubba on it. <laughs> I think it was Lisa's cup. Yeah, like she wasn't there, but we were. T- were we talking? About- I, I think don't- we were talking about it. I don't even. I don't know. Maybe that happened out later, but somehow that word. But popped I feel up. like you just asked me out of the blue to say <laughs> Bubba. I think that's how it went, and then Lisa's cup correlated with that. Anyway, long story short, <laughs> Tiffany asked me to say Bubba, and I'm like, okay, I'll just say Bubba, you know. And she goes, no, like you gotta say like. Bubba. <laughs> and I, you know, I was like, oh, I, you just asked him to say Bubba. Like, she's like, no, like, you really got to put some, like, soul and in just into Pull your belly. Your like, yeah. Yeah. And, I'm, <laughs> and I'm thinking, I don't know if I have that in me, like, to do that, but I'm going to try. So, I, you know, I went. It took a minute to do Bubba. it, too. Yeah. Wait, and we I was like. <laughs> All right, y'all. Bubba. <laughs> it's the best I got, but it probably wasn't even close to that. But anyway, I'm, you know, rolling. We're all rolling on the side of the street. And on the side of the street. Basically. <laughs> we were on a sidewalk. A car is going to run us over. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. <laughs> Yep. Uh, yeah, everybody that was walking past us was like, what's Why wrong with you? Why are they laughing like that? Like, yeah. like we're just enjoying life, y'all. Just, yeah. We got to the point where we love who we are mm-hmm. in Jesus. So mm-hmm. if we want to say, Bubba, Bubba, all day long. 
ever brings you joy. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, and I'm glad I'm laughing hysterically again because yeah, that's that was a really good time that I was <laughs> joyful and that was a good laugh. Like it is right now. <laughs> and then share about you that cup that says Bubba on it. Yes, <clears throat> yes. That's so funny. Well, thank you for being on Kins and for laughing with me and just sharing, like, the deepest part of your heart with everybody so they can walk closer with Jesus. And it means a lot. So thanks, everybody, for listening. And we pray that you really got a lot out of it. And we do mean that if you need anything to message us and reach out to us. And um, because we love you and we want to see you overcome because we know that you can overcome because his word says you can. So um, reach out to us. And I thank you for listening. And we'll see you next week. That was so good. Mm, uh, good. yeah. Fire. Snap for the low. <laughs> That's a side of the street. <laughs> like, we just laying in the road. Oh,